Hi guys, here we are, MMA UK News. Obviously myself, Stoomboy, as always, MMA UK BJJ show. So, talking about Grapple Fest 11, we've been talking about it for the last week or so. Uh, Grapple Fest 11 is going to be Saturday the 26th of February. Going to be at the usual place, so Fleet Street in Liverpool. That's going to be Fusion Nightclub. Now, those, I believe, open up about three-ish, half three. First fight's about four o'clock. Uh, Chris Thompson and the team at Grapple Fest are very punctual, so expect the first fight to kick off at 4pm. Uh, now, ticket availability, guys, there's none left, absolutely none left, so if you were hoping to to wait to the last minute or wait to payday to get a ticket or whatever, they're done. You might, there might be some fighters out there might have a couple of tickets available, but... I very much doubt it. I very much doubt it. So, Flow Grappling is the only place you're going to be able to see it. So, make sure you get on Flow Grappling. Make sure if you are only wanting it for this event, choose the monthly option. Uh, the reason for that, um, you need to specifically select that option. Otherwise, Flow Grappling will charge you for the full year. So, I think it's about £114 for the full year. Um, I'm sure it's around about £12 a month or something like that. So, so make sure you choose the monthly option. Otherwise, 114 quid will come out the bank. Now, it's going to be Daisy Fresh versus Europe. Daisy Fresh coming over with a team of guys. Uh, these guys are ready to come. So uh, they promised to bring an absolutely fantastic team. And then obviously the, the, the UK guys, European guys, um, again, some fantastic guys are going to be on the card that night. So uh, my next guest, we're going to be talking about that. So uh, we've got Hard Life Jiu-Jitsu Academy's Dave Moore. Um, and Shay Smith. So Shay's going to be on uh, the card that night. He's going to be up against uh, one of Daisy Fresh's boys, Michael Pixley. So promises to be a fantastic one. Again, anybody, if you're on YouTube, have a look up for Shay. Um, Shay's been on some fantastic matches. Uh, I think I watched a match, Shay, where I'm sure you had about 30 seconds left. And you went, I think you went for the, I can't remember, was it some kind of choke? And you got the choke. Within the last, somebody shouted, there's 30 seconds left, and you went for it, and you managed to finish your opponent. So, uh, awesome to watch. Yeah, I think I've had a sim similar situation before where I've been so far at one point, and I could have just stalled it out, and I knew I maybe could have got the finish, and I had other matches on after that, and I don't know, I just prefer a finish instead of just coasting, just win, just take the finish when you can. Definitely, definitely. Listen, awesome, awesome to watch. Not just grappling, but she obviously does MMA as well. So obviously, I think you're amateur at the moment. Uh, yeah, um, I'm looking to make my pro debut hopefully in around May on the Unity show. So nice, that's nice. After grapple first. Definitely, definitely. So, with the uh, obviously Dave, uh, so Dave, as well as doing Hard Life Jiu Jitsu Academy, Dave is uh, the owner of Hard Life Fightwear. Um, so, again, a fantastic um, uh, apparel uh, company within the UK. Uh, so, Dave, tell us a little bit about Hard Life uh, Fightwear. Yeah, we've had the company for um, a long time now. We've been going for, I think it's nearly nine years now. We started off, you know sort of making our own stuff for our guys in the gym, sponsoring a couple of local fighters. We started off, I think the first guy we sponsored was a guy called Tom Denham, um, fantastic wrestler. We got behind Tom in his, um, in his push for his, um, for his pro career. Um, everyone liked the stuff that we sort of did, you know, with, with the concept that we came up with. Uh, and then it sort of grew from there, you know, making stuff for the guys in the gym and making stuff for other gyms. 
Um, and then over the years, I met up with a guy, obviously now my, my partner and our designer, head honcho sort of thing, Rob Collier. We met, I met up with Rob competing with him. I actually broke his heart and beat him in the final of the Scottish Open. <laughs> and uh, we, became, we became friends and yeah, the rest is sort of history. We've, we've worked hard, you know, we, we haven't had massive amounts of money. We've put all our own hard work into it. We've had some fantastic people in the UK behind us, supporting us, you know, with grassroots. We, try and get behind the local fighters and we've always tried to help people that you know sort of couldn't couldn't afford to buy the kit and stuff you know we, we tended to help you know some of the um some of the local guys and yeah it just grew and grew we i think people realized we were in it for the right reasons and you know now we've you know the company's grown the website's grown we do a lot of yeah. custom stuff for a lot of big gyms now you know including like say the avt in leeds tft in the northeast um Carlson Gracie, um, many, 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 many gyms, um, all generally good friends of ours now. And, you know, we try and have a good working relationship. We supply good quality gear. And yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's gone really well. It's gone really yeah. well. We've put some the fighters in. as well. Yeah, I was looking. Obviously, we've got the page up there. So, um, obviously, looking at obviously some of the some of the fighters that are on the Hard Life brand. So, um, obviously, Andrew Fisher, uh, one of MMA UK News' favourite people. Um, mm. Obviously, Owen yeah. Livesey as well. Uh, mm. The legend is Ash Fletcher, uh, obviously <laughs> in there as well. So, yeah. um, so a lot, of, a lot of uh, great fighters from from different martial arts. Yeah, well, we you know we tend to generally a lot of them have you know a general uh, grappling background, but you know we do we you know we do support a lot of MMA fighters as well. But as you can see, like say Ian Jones and you know well-rounded yeah. fighters have been around a long time. I mean, Ian Jones was a the world champion catch wrestler and, and, you know, didn't, didn't really have many, many sponsors, which I was really surprised because he's, you know, such a fantastic, you know, coach fighter himself. Yeah. So, you know, it's nice to get behind these guys and give them a bit of support. And then, you know, once we get behind them, then generally other people try and get behind them as well. You know, we've had yeah. some great success and some great exposure from these guys. We try and help them and it works both ways. They help us as well. So, yeah. It's yeah. Good. We did. We got to see um, at the last SGI, obviously the Four Nations. We got to see the the rash guards that you put out. Obviously the the, the hard life uh, team England rash guards, and they looked absolutely awesome. Great design. Yeah, yeah. Again, Rob is you know Rob's on the money. Rob Collier is an amazing designer. Give him yeah. ideas, and he's out with this stuff. It was basically the rash guard came out of the idea that we did for Andrew Fisher's walkout kit on Bellator. Um, yeah. And then it sort of grew from there, the England idea. We've also done the um, the England MMA team kit yeah. a couple of years ago, which again, you know, was, was, was similar to that. So, yeah, it went down a storm, really. So Nice, yeah. nice. So, guys, make sure you check out Hard Life Fightwear. As I said, Hard Life Fightwear on Facebook. Um, so, just check out Hard Life Fightwear. Uh, the website as well, as I said, I've shown you a little bit there. So, that's hardlifefightwear.co.uk. As I said, some fantastic stuff on there. Um, and as I said, wrecked by some top, top uh, athletes throughout the UK. So, as I said, make sure you get yourselves on there. Uh, some good stuff on there. Really, really good prices as well, Dave. Yeah, well, that's it. We try and keep, we, you know, we fight as ourselves. We, I wear everything. I mean, my wife laughs at me. She says, you just basically just wear hard like that. I wear it. <laughs> you, know, it you know, we wear it as well. We test it. We train in it. We know it's good stuff. We don't like yeah. cheap crap. You know, it's got to be good stuff. So if we're putting our name to it and people are wearing it and repping it. Then it's, 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 but our suppliers, again, we've worked with the same suppliers for years and 
I think we've got it, you know, we've got it nailed down to a T. The quality is superb and the price is, you know, it's, 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 um, it's affordable, you know, so that we don't, yeah. we don't want to, you know, just charge a lot of money and, you know, people fighters struggle. So, you know, it's got to be affordable. It's got to last as well. So, yeah, I think we, we, we do our best. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And then, Shay, what about yourself then? So, obviously, training. Uh, we know you've just finished the training in the gym at the moment. So, uh, just finished a session. So, how how's everything going for you in regards to your your prep for this year anyway? Yeah, really good. Obviously, coming off uh, all the COVID things and not being able to get in and out of the gym. And, like, I had a few matches that was supposed to be going ahead and then things cancelled. And I managed to get in a four-man tournament of the lakes. That was quite good. Uh, it was like a money tournament that we'd done. Um, so that was during like in and out of lockdown, so it was good. Yeah. So now, is now the, like the rules are very lifted, and we can travel and get back in and out of gyms, and we're not worried about numbers. It's good yeah. to just back working really and uh, focus on like what's ahead. Really, we did yeah. try and stay a bit active over lockdown. Didn't yeah, we, we did. We just we had a little unit. We had a little unit where we were just a handful of people that wanted to do it. That was we were just t- turned up and trained really. Just yeah. got on with yeah. it. And what about now? Um, obviously, the gym January is always a a good time in the gym because you always get an influx of new people coming in. Uh, every gym in January is always mobbed, but then you've added in the fact that obviously we've had COVID and lockdowns and stuff like that. So the gyms were already getting busier and busier. So is, is that something you guys are finding as well at the moment? Well, we're um, obviously we're in a transitional period at the moment. We're about to open a new academy. At the moment, we just you know we're in a temporary place. I've had a really good friend of mine that's given us some premises, fantastic premises. It's huge. Yeah. Um, he's given us it at an affordable price, so we can sort of get ready for the new um, for the new academy opening, which should be opening probably at the end of February. We get the keys. I think the second or third of February. We've got about a month's work to do, um, yeah. but it's going to be you know a massive expansion, huge huge gym. We're going to have a cafe shop. All that type of all in one place. So it's something that I've been working um, towards for a long time. So to have yeah. basically the, the brand and then to be able to train and the team and everything all in one place. So yeah, it's exciting times really for us definitely. all. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. And then what about uh, so Grapple Fest eleven, twenty sixth of February. So how did uh, how did you find out then, Shay, you were going to be on the card? So when I've seen, obviously I've heard about Gretel Fest, it's one of the best shows in the UK, you know what I mean? You've seen, I've seen all the bigger names over the time period competing on it. Um, and it's like a dream for a lot of people to get on a, a good show like that. Um, so I'd seen they put a post on Instagram, like uh, basically scouting people out to see who would go on. I literally just popped it up my page and I just told all the all friends or family, just oh, tag me in it just to get my name in the mix. Yeah, and uh, it seemed to work. You know what I mean? You messaged Dave about me, and obviously word of mouth through a few people, and then I was speaking to Chris myself, and he basically put a forward. There's a match there, Daisy Fresh lad. I hope for it, and I'd be like, yeah, I'd be stupid not to. You can't pick a match; it's a tough match. Yeah. It's what you want. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. pick and choose at an elite level like that. Yeah, and then what about your opponent? Obviously, Michael Pixley. Tough guy, as the world no gi champion, obviously a high level wrestler and stuff like that in the states. Uh, do you, when you go into fix, obviously you've got MMA background as well. So when you go into whether it be MMA or even a grappling event, do you even worry about your opponent, or are you more just focused on yourself? Oh no, you've got to worry about everything. I think people who go in too overconfident, they just leave themselves very unopened. I'm never cocky or cocky, like just confident in what you can do. And just yeah. assert your own game plan. Don't worry about theirs. Assert your own and just give it your best. But uh, like I say, yeah, he's an outstanding opponent. You know what I mean? I've, I've looked up what he does and 
the Daisy Fresh God, there's not a there's not a hole throughout all of them. They're all amazing. You know what I mean? Respect where it's due. But yeah, when I have seen these matches, I think people are a little bit worried of the Daisy Fresh name, and I think they give him far too much respect. They're touching yeah. hands and they're just very hesitant, waiting on him to give it his all. Obviously, he is good, but I think he just needs something to put it on him a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I think as with a lot of the Daisy Fresh guys, they're coming over with this big reputation. And as you said, people, whenever they're over them, because I've watched a few of them, I watched a few of them at the uh, the Nogi Worlds uh, just back in October. Um, and it was the same. I mean, as soon as they heard they were up against Daisy Fresh, people were a little bit more hesitant. or It, it kind of maybe got in people's head and stuff like that. Whereas, as you said, you're just going to go out there and just put it on them. Um, as it, obviously, you give them respect, but you're not going to do what everybody else does and just sit back and wait on them doing their thing. No, yeah, you've got to set your own game plan, like, as he will. He's going to come yeah. on for a strong, but you've got to give it just as good back. You've got to remember as well, Shea's, Shea's coming off a couple of really big wins himself. He's yeah. just you know, fantastic win on Sub-15. He won that four-man tournament. He's done well yeah. at the British Open and stuff like that. So, you know, Shea's, you know, don't underestimate Shea. He's a young guy with a lot of, with a lot of potential and, you know, he's, he's, he's coming to fight, you know. Yeah, you know, we're not yeah. Make up numbers, so... Yeah, well, that's one thing I watched today, and I was very, very impressed. As I said, you, regardless if it was 30 seconds to go in the fight or the first 30 seconds, man, you were going for it every single second of the fight. So there was no holding back. And as your pressure is brilliant, I mean, the pressure you were putting on some of the guys um, was absolutely fantastic. So um, as I'm looking forward to this one because, as I said, everybody, a lot of people on paper think Michael Pixley is going to win it, right? But so they would, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but obviously with you, I mean, I see anybody that's kind of watched you and stuff like that, I mean, you, you're you probably going to bring someone different that, that this Michael Pixley has never seen before. Um, I see he's used to a, a certain matchup, a certain style of matchup, but I don't think he's used to people just putting the pressure on him. I think he's used to doing it to everybody else. So It's a, it's quite a funny one as well, coming from my MMA background. I always, when I first started off, I was always known as a stand-up fight. I had K1 fights, boxing fights, and yeah. my thing was head kicks. That's what I won my, a lot of my fights by, was head kicks. And yeah. I, my, my couple of losses come off, like submissions. So since then, I've literally done nothing but knuckle down on my ground game. And I'd say yeah. my ground game surpasses my stand-up now by a long shot. <laughs> so tables yeah. have turned now. The grapplings are the more part I enjoy, and this is what I've stuck to. Definitely. Well, listen, I'm, I'm definitely buzzing for your fight. I mean, as I said, uh, obviously, when we were talking to Dave, because Dave, Dave, you messaged me the other day, said, oh, we're going to get Shay on, and I was like, yeah, yeah, Shay's. Because what I do is I break the, the, the fight card down, I, I pick, like, maybe a, 10 people, and then I look at the next 10, and so on, and so on. So, um, so I was buzzing to speak to you. As I said, whenever I bring anybody's name up, I always look at, uh, you always go on YouTube, everybody's got videos on YouTube, so, which is a good and a bad thing, because it's good because again, you're getting your name out there. It's bad because obviously your opponents could go on and see, okay, what kind of what kind of uh, grappler, what kind of MMA fighter or stuff like that is he? So, um, so yeah, as I said, when I was able to go on, um, and I love your style. I love that style where, regardless if it's a points game or if it's uh, submission only, I mean, you're always going for it. You're always going for it. And that one that we were talking about, the last, I think it was the last 30 seconds, somebody somebody had shouted in the uh, from the sidelines, there's about 30 seconds left. And I'm oh, sure, I can't, remember, I can't remember if it was a baseball choke or you did get some kind of choke. Um, and it was just awesome. Um, and that's brilliant because obviously at that point, you obviously listened to your corner. You heard the corner shouting, there's only 30 seconds left, so you need to do this. And 
you got the win. You got the win. I think, did you not put the guy to sleep? I'm sure you put the guy to sleep as well. So, oh, uh, yeah. I don't remember which one. Was it, uh, was it a black guy? Yes, yes. That was my first, that was my first ever grappling comp, and I lent a gee. Yeah. Yeah. And he, got, and he took gold. It was, it was, I took double gold. Yeah. Gold, no gee, and gold, no gee. And it was just, just as I joined Dave, I was just coming through uh, from like an MMA gym, and I was coming yeah. to the open to learn the grappling. And a few yeah. lads said, oh, we all went to this grappling competition. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, let's go. So I went, didn't even know how to tie a belt. Like, hey, this is a game. <laughs> and it was the case of I had a, I had a couple of gay wings and they were all subs. Yeah. And then same again for the no gay. But yeah, the lad, I, I remember it was 30 seconds left and like I swept the lad with a guillotine. And yeah, yeah. 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 I just so remember going to, to sleep. We've always tried to keep that as part of Shea's game. Like, we don't yeah. want to stop that. You know, a lot of gyms try and knock yeah. that out here a little bit to play the points game and, you know... Yeah. Stall and this like that. We don't like that. We, you know, we want to, we, we want to go for the submission. Shea's natural game is the finishing. I don't want to take that away from him. You know, that, that, that's that, that's what we're gonna keep going yeah. with. And you know, that's what we're working for. Definitely, man. I'd say there's not a lot of people. I'd say that's that that pressure game and just putting it on. I'd say regardless if it's as I was saying, ten seconds in a fight or ten seconds left. I mean, that a lot of people, as you know, Dave. I mean, you you've you've been around for a number of years, especially at your your point system where they will get so many points and then they'll try and stall out the last. It happens a lot in the, the Masters division. Dave, you'll know this. I mean, we've only got five I mean, minutes. To be fair, as a master, though, sometimes you have to play that game. If you've got multiple yeah. fights, especially in the gi, sometimes yeah. you can get tied up. If you, you, know, if to, you know, sometimes you have to play the points game. I've done it myself, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm under no illusions. You have to sometimes play the points game if you've got multiple matches. But ideally, you know, you, you, you should be always looking for the finish. That's, that's you know, yeah. if you beat somebody, if you, if you lose on points, you haven't really lost. But if you lose by submission, you've been beaten. So that, that's the way Definitely. I saw it. Definitely. So as I said, I'm definitely buzzing for it. So so what's the plans then? So 2022, we've got, obviously you talk about Grapple Fest. We've got Grapple Fest coming up around the corner. Um, obviously you mentioned MMA, obviously uh, potentially looking to go pro in around about May time. So what what's your vision for, for this year, Shay? On a competitive side? Yes. Yeah, so obviously main focus now is massively knuckling down for Grapple Fest. Yeah. And then going to assess after that, see what shows are within the range, see what I get offered. Hopefully, it brings some more offers in, like you say, more interviews or other pop, pops up on other shows. Yeah. Um, hopefully, again, I'd get another chance to go on Grapple Fest again. You know what I mean? I'd love that to keep on now, get my name always on it. Um, but I am a competitive grappler. I don't, I'd like, I don't, I couldn't not compete. It's yeah. just, this is what you train for, and that's your benefits to win and show that you're putting the work in, and that's actually working and paying off for you. Yeah. So yeah. I think, keeping I think towards the end of last year, I absolutely crammed competitions in. I had loads towards the end of last year, and I'm hoping as soon as Grapple Fest is there's one done, could pick up a couple of MMA fights, and then again cram all the local grappling shows in that I can. But I, yeah. I have, as I've uh, matured in my grappling game, I have found that I do prefer the sub only matches. It yeah. just better suits me. Yeah. No, yeah. no geese sub only shares shares game, but he's you know he's well rounded. He's he's not afraid of putting the gear on and knuckling down and putting some hard rounds in. He'll go to a company, he'll compete gear and no gear. He'll do the absolutes. He does, you know. I think if you're going to be you know if you're a young guy and you want to get out there, you know, week in week, Empire BJJ twenty four seven, all these type of shows, you've got to be out there 
you've got to be hitting, you know, hitting the competitions and seeing what other people are, are coming with because it's the only way to keep active. You've got, you know, it's the only way to keep yeah. up with what with what's going on. You know, with the uh, the training side as as well. You mentioned Owen Libsy. We're actually going down to train with Owen Libsy on uh, Monday coming. Yeah, so yeah. You can't get a better, a better man to train with, can you? <laughs> what are you going to do, Shea? You going to pull guard or are you going to stand up? <laughs> Not annoying. <laughs> yeah, man, Owen's awesome. I mean, Owen, as we got, I've got to see him in the last couple of SGIs. Obviously, he came up to Scotland, and uh, obviously, the first time he came up, I mean, the very first thing he did was that fireman throw, um, where he just uh, that was the very first thing. I mean, he just touched his opponent. Dropped down, fireman threw him, and that was the first thing everybody, everybody, the whole crowd was just like, oh, and then it just went on and on from there. He was throwing people about, and then he fought the my team at Big Mark McQueen, and yeah, he, he nearly He's threw big, big Mark, yeah, Big Mark's what 120 kilos at the time, and he nearly threw Big Mark into the crowd a couple of times, so <laughs> it was crazy, man, absolutely crazy. And then he fought uh, the last SGI and he came up against Jack Brown. So Jack Brown, as everybody knows, a, a kind of leg locker. So he's a he's a ground game, loves bottom game. Um, and Owen was in his garden. I think Dave, you posted the the flying without wings video. Um, <laughs> but it was actually where it, I'm not was it Rob? <laughs> so yeah, so it was. Uh, he just uh, he was in Jack's guard. He got to a point where he you see that in Owen's face. I want to throw somebody, and he just stood up, man. He just picked him up and threw him down, and the crowd were. Do you know what I mean? The crowd absolutely loved it. So, well, it was like, uh, it was like on, um, when he fought on Polaris. I mean, he's, to, for me, he stole the show. It was tremendous. You know, he just, yeah. Uh, again, you know, you've got a lot of leg lock battles. It's, you know, they're great for the leg lockers, but sometimes they get a bit boring to watch. And Owen's like, yeah. come on, stand up, let's go. You know, and it was great to watch. It's, it's exciting, you know. Yeah. You did Owen, see that, yeah. I mean, I mean, you saw that at Polaris where he was there. Uh, there came a point where he, all he wanted to do was stand up, and he was like, "Come on, stand up!" And the the one time his opponent stood up, Owen threw him off the mat. To be to be so, fair, his opponent though, he did stand up though. You've yeah, got to respect him yeah. for that. You know, he stood up and he had a go, and that, you know that's what you want to see. The fans yeah. want to see. That. He was tremendous. You know what I mean? So, hopefully, yeah, some more exciting fights lined up for um, for um, Owen on, on, yeah. on, and and maybe Shea as well. You know, we'd love to see Shea. You see where we're trying to head for with Shea as well. You know. Um, yeah. Polaris, Grapple Fest, these are the shows you want to be on. Like yeah. I said, I'm only young as well. I've just, like, I'm 22 now, so it's just, yeah. I've only just recently, like, knuckled down on my grappling say the last three years. Yeah. So that's what it's That's been. one thing. I was looking at your age as well. I mean, you've had, what, I think, what was I looking at? 12 MMA fights, amateur MMA fights. I've had 12 MMA fights, around 4K1 fights, around five or six boxing fights, and then yeah. endless amounts of grappling competitions. And it was literally crammed in from the age of, like, 15 to 19. And then yeah. yeah. So for somebody so young to have that much experience, I mean, you've got guys that are double your age that don't have as much experience. Yeah. The thing was, when I was younger, it was just basically, I couldn't say no. <laughs> it was, I've got, this, I've got this fight two days notice, the lad's 10 kilos heavier. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Same as yeah. Chris now. I've got Michael Pixley, American dream boy, basically. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And that's the mindset you've got to keep. And whether you put in a hell of a performance or you smash the guy, you get remembered and you're on the shows. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And then, Dave, what about you then? 2022, what, what are we going to see from you? Are you going to be back competing again? I'm competing in a couple of weeks' time down on the... Um, 
on the ASW, the um, uh, the Enter Club, yeah, yeah. Sub only match on that. I've just um, I lost uh, against Chris Reese uh, in the British Nogi final. Um, yeah. Quite a good fight. Uh, lost on points. That was a great. I fought Chris twice this year. Had some good matches with Chris. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm you know I'm always active. I mean I'm 51 this year, so <laughs> I'm running out of opponents because there's not many black belts out there that will <laughs> step up. You know what I mean? Like to see. <laughs> We end up with the sort of same sort of crowd, you know, every time. Yeah. It'd be nice this year. What I would like to see is some, some more, you know, more black belts um, at my age stepping up and, you know, having a go. But yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be. Guys like this keep me young. I just keep trying to keep up with them. It's not getting easy. It's getting worse. But, but yeah, I'm still there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, final thing for you guys then. So obviously, Dave, you've been in the game for a number of years. Obviously, yourself, Shay, as well. I mean, you're talking about from 15-year-old. So you've been in the game for a good few years as well. So anybody that you guys want to shout out to, so any kind of friends, family members, teammates, uh, sponsors. Well, your main sponsor is going to be the one right behind you. Hard yeah. life, uh, fight with <laughs> so, so, yeah, anybody you guys want to shout out to. Obviously, I'd like to shout out, you know, my coach, Sean Matthews, has been a big help to me over the years. Um, yeah. Got many friends um, in the, in the jiu-jitsu game that come and help me a lot. We've had some guys up this weekend, um, Roberto Barbero, Adam Russell, all the guys down at AVT, Carlson Gracie crew. Um, a lot of the guys in the Northeast, we've got some amazing talent in the Northeast. You've only got to look at the likes of Northeast Jiu-Jitsu, Ellis and those guys, Lee Kirtley. Um, there's, there's some, you know, uh, Chris Short up at Alliance. They're, they're all good friends of mine. And we tend to, you know, we try and get around all the gyms. I think modern jiu-jitsu now, if you're staying in one place on your own, you're not going to, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to get much better. You've got to go out there and, and mix yeah. and train with these. And the gyms are opening up. There's a lot of, you know, great atmosphere and friendly um, teams, all, you know, all these big open mats and you see them, you know, north, west, north, they're huge. And everyone's just yeah. buzzing, helping each other. And we fight each other, but there's no animosity. It's just, you know, it's a great yeah. sport. It's a, we're bringing everybody together, but yeah. Everybody in the Northeast that's helped us and everybody in the UK that supported the brand, I'd, I'd like to thank everybody. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Also, uh, Jacob, who's come with us now from uh, Roger Gracie's, he's Roger Gracie Brown Belt, and he's mm -hmm. come up with us now. He's working with Mooch, but he's also training with us. He's helping the classes out alongside Mooch, and Fantastic, they both yeah. work very good together because they're both very different games. Jacob's a big guy, he's 100 kilo, Brown Belt, but Black yeah. Belt all day, he's unbelievable, breaks things down perfect, so he's added to us. Massively as well. No, he's been a great addition to the team. Yeah, he's brought some fantastic technique. We, we, we've actually been training with Roger Gracie and Mauricio this year. And yeah. So yeah, you know, we're bringing, we're trying to bring different elements of different people's games. You know, we've had like some Lloyd Cooper up doing leg lock stuff, and we're trying yeah. to bring the, the specialists, you know, to help us all. So yeah, like I say, thank we thank everybody that's helped us really. Definitely, definitely. Listen, you guys are awesome. I mean, I'd say this an awesome North England, especially North England at the moment. Dave is probably the mecca of UK grappling at this very moment in time. I mean, I'd say the best. Some of the best grapplers are from the North England. Um, yeah, been over the years, we've had we, we did have a few years where we were sort of like as an we were sort of like I don't think it was intentional, but we were sort of left out in the, in, in you know in the wilderness yes. a little bit really. But I think just. Everyone's just going down, smashing the comps regular. You know, look at the likes of Ellis Younger winning world titles. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. people, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're out there, you know, we're winning team trophies and stepping it up, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's huge for the Northeast. And um, same yeah. Scotland again, you know, Scotland don't have as much recognition. There's some great grapplers in Scotland as well, you know, going up yeah. there with all tough battles up there. So, 
Yeah, there is, are. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I say, I think, I think, like Scotland and especially North England. Again, we didn't get, as you mentioned there, we didn't really get a lot of recognition at points because it always like some of your best grapplers always came from the south, like London and places like that, because that's where things like Hodger Gracie, obviously being, obviously having the headquarters down in London and you had Fight Zone and a lot of the bigger, uh, the top names in Brazil were all going down to London. Whereas now, I'd say the jiu-jitsu, as you say, with it being open, um, because you, you look at it, what, 10 years ago, eight, nine, 10 years ago, there was a lot of people wouldn't go and cross-train. You wouldn't go at another gym. You weren't allowed to go and train at another gym. Um, the word Creonte, you probably know Dave, Creonte was getting thrown about everywhere um, as soon as you went to another gym, whereas now everybody trains with everybody now. I think generally if you've got a coach that is confident in his own capabilities and he's worried, like my coach has always let me go everywhere I've ever wanted to be. Yeah. You know, and I think that as a coach, same myself, I wouldn't, if my guys want to go somewhere else, so if Shea wanted to go to another gym and learn something from somebody else, that's great because he brings it back to us and then we work on it. So yeah. you can only see it as a positive thing, you know what I mean? People who are worried like that, it's generally the guys who, I don't know, they're not, they're not that great. And, you know, they, you know, I won't say too much, but, you know, there's guys who <laughs> you don't want to lose the students to, to better coaches. But if you're a confident coach, you shouldn't have to worry about that, I don't think. Yeah. Listen, we, know, we all know... People like that, Dave. We all know coaches like that that are worried about losing their students. Uh, but as you said, you shouldn't really be. I mean, if you're teaching proper jiu-jitsu, then you, your students are never going to leave you. They're never going to leave you at all. So, um, I mean, even if they do, you, you know, you, we, we don't own them, do we? You know, this is like we're yeah. pushing state. If somebody wants to go somewhere else and train, fine. doesn't mean you have to fall out with them all. You know, we can still be friends and you still see each other. I mean, I've got a few people come and go and leave, but, you know, and sometimes yeah. come back. The doors always open as far as I'm concerned, especially our life. You know, we don't do politics and stuff. We just we just want the best gym. We want guys to come and go, and, and we'll go train at their gyms. And for me, that's what it's all about. Definitely, definitely. So, so guys, listen, uh, Grapple Fest 11 then. So, Saturday, 26th of February, uh, Daisy Fresh versus Europe. So, that's going to be Fusion Nightclub, Fleet Street in Liverpool. I see and tickets are all sold out. So, get on full grappling. Choose the monthly option. Um, it's going to be, obviously, my Hard Life Academy, Shay Smith. Um, Shay's going to be up against Michael Pixley. Um, Shay's awesome, man. Absolutely awesome. Uh, if you don't believe me, go and have a look on YouTube. I'd say there's a good few videos out there. So Shay's going to bring it to, to Michael. So it's definitely not going to be an easy night for Michael at all. So listen, Shay, Dave, absolute pleasure to speak mm -hmm. to you guys. Um, I know me and you, Dave, me and you are going to catch up again at some point. So uh, mm -hmm. we'll talk a lot about, about your journey and stuff like that because obviously you've been, see, you've been in the game for a good few years now. So um I want to hear all about your stuff, Dave. <laughs> all right. I'm a dinosaur, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's been fantastic speaking to you, and thanks for the exposure to share. Yeah, it yeah, means a lot. Yeah. Much not a problem, not a problem. But listen, thank you very much, guys. Yeah, and listen, I'll need to get down as well. Obviously, I'm going to I'm going to do a travel. I'm going to eventually... I used to do it before. I used to travel. Obviously, got some good friends in Preston, Chorley, um, all over the UK. And I used to go train at different gyms and so on. So I'll need to get down to you guys at hard life. Come and train with us, my friend. No problems. Definitely, definitely. We'll sort something out. Uh, but listen, thank you again, guys. And yeah, let's still see you next month, Shay and Dave. Thank you, man. Cheers. All right. Take it easy then. Take care, bro.